Hey everyone, thanks for joining in today. I'm Salman Qureshi, host of the uniquely named, brilliantly thought out, original The Salman Qureshi Podcast. That's right. Uh, took a lot of time to come up with that name and um, and I'm very proud of it because it just, it's so different. It's so different from any other podcast name. That's right. I'm a stand-up comic, actor, and family man, and this podcast is my unique perspective on the world and everything that's going around you. It's so unique because I'm unique, just like you're unique, okay? So welcome to my unique perspective, all right? It's been great. I hope you guys had a good week behind. I... um. I've had a good time. It's uh, you know, it's uh, it's Dubai. It's winter time. Uh, in our, <laughs> we were, you know, winter in Dubai means that in the evening, in the night, it's about uh, fifteen, maybe twelve, if it's extra chilly. Uh, I'm talking in Celsius. If you're from North America for some reason and still use Fahrenheit, then just just do your own calculation, man. Google that shit. Um, but that's uh, that's something, huh? So while these temperatures might be summer for a few countries, it's actually quite chilly here because there's a bit of wind as well. We're at the desert, so it kind of bites you a little bit. And uh, it's a little nippy. It is chilly. And I can't stand expats who come from these cold countries and go, well, you know, it's not really that cold. It's not, it's not super cold. I don't feel anything. I'm I'm used to snow. Have you ever been in snow? Snow's amazing. Snow is, uh, (laughs) I don't know, snow is just super cold. And so that's what cold is. I'm like, shut up, man. This is all I've experienced mostly on a day-to-day level. So this is chilly for us. I need my jacket. So shut shut the the fuck up. Um, All right. And, um. And okay, I'll admit, in the daytime, it's not that cold. Like, if you're standing in the shade, it's kind of chilly and nice. But if you're under the sun, it gets quite warm quite quickly. We're talking about, like, 23, 24 Celsius. So it's very pleasant, but it's definitely not cold, you know. And we went to, uh, we play, I play soccer, football, and we play in the mornings every Sunday morning. So yesterday, yesterday we were at this um, indoor place that we play because you can't play outdoors in the daytime here. Even if it's winter, it is it is hot. All right, I'll give you that. It kind of gets hot. And we're in this indoor place. It also, you know, when you're at our age, uh, when, you know, some of us are like 40 plus on, on the in the group of players, there are a lot of younger guys as well. They're the ones who do the running. I run strategically. I run when it's needed. Or abs like absolutely needed, you know. <laughs> or if someone's watching, then you gotta run. You gotta look like you're putting in an effort for the team. All right. I don't know why I go play. I just, uh, just love hanging out there. That's all. So we're playing, and I'm sweating, man. And I notice everybody's sweating our ass off. We're we're dripping. It's I'm like this is a tough game more than normal. I, for someone who you know watches how much effort they're putting into the game. I was like, I'm sweating way too much. You know, I spent half the game goalkeeping. And I realized I'm like, they haven't switched the air con on in this place. They're so you know, these places, these businesses, they just find a way to save a buck in any way. And we're playing this game and we're there's no air con on, all right? So I go up to the guy at the reception 
me and this other friend of mine, we walk over to the guy and we're like, listen, was the AC on? And he's like, no, no, not on. And we're like, why? And he's like, and he points to the door, which is next to the reception. And, and it kind of leads outside and he goes, winter. <laughs> and both of us see just this hot sun blazing down. It's 10 a.m. by this time, 10, 1030. And it starts getting warm at that time for a little bit. And, <laughs> and we're like, dude, this this is not winter. This is not winter. Uh, we need the aircon on. Okay, <laughs> next time. I just loved how he just decided it's Jan in Dubai, so we don't need AC. He's like, no, some people, they complain about the chilliness. And I'm like, uh, not us. Look at us. We're standing here sweating. It's not water. I've splashed on my face here. <laughs> I can't even imagine the guys who actually made an effort on the team, how bad they felt it. Anyway, anyway, so that's that's Dubai. And that's the temperature right now. It's it's gorgeous. It's lovely. I've hit the beach a couple of times. Uh, you know, outdoor. I've I've been doing early morning walks, and it's great at this time of the year. Um, this is this this should be paid for advertisement by the Dubai government. I guess uh, the amount of um, <laughs> advertising I'm doing about how great this place is. Um, anyway, it's uh it's been good. Yeah. So we 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 I, I've even done a few comedy shows outdoors, and normally I hate that. Right. I hate doing anything outdoors in terms of stand-up comedy events and stuff because it's just you don't get that laughter uh, booming inside the room, you know? It, it just, it's such a powerful, fun thing to experience. And you kind of miss that out. But we we, we ended up having a really good gig. Um, one of these guys here called the Mad Cat Comedy Club, they, they put on a night and uh, I, I got to close it and it was good. It was good. Uh, so I was surprised. And, you know, I, the stand-up scene in Dubai has been actually pretty good. If, you, if you're if you a fan of comedy or even if you just like going out, check out one of these spots, yeah? Because I really feel it's a, there's been a little bit of resurgence. Resurgence, is that the word? Um, and it's been great because people have been starting to come out. Uh, just before COVID hit, it was, it was getting, it was, I'm, I'm not going to lie, the, the, we were, finding it a little hard to pull numbers in you know maybe there was too much happening people were jaded the nights were a little jaded i don't know and this this kind of just coming back and getting to perform the comics are putting in a lot more effort there's a lot more interest and and the crowds are really coming out so it's really it's stand-up comedy is cool again yeah maybe that's it i don't know but people are just loving going out and we we're loving performing so go out and check out some local nights, man. You'd be surprised. Pretty good here in Dubai. Um, yeah, comedy shows. Wow. I did one at a supermarket, a South African supermarket opening. Well, it wasn't this. They already had, like, the supermarket. They opened a dining site. And um, I just wish they'd tell us kids are going to be there because I, <laughs> I get there. And I'm thinking I'll run through this set. And, and then you get there and the kids right up right up at the table in front of you it's like it's like they've put them there to go yeah now try something bitch <laughs> you know? and i'm censoring jokes i'm like okay i can't do that bit kid shouldn't do that bit uh don't want to scar the kids uh i get up and as you're telling a joke sometimes you realize in the middle of a joke you're like oh no 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 this is wrong for it and you kind of have to twist it or just let the punchline die, and now you just told this bad joke. It's really, if uh, oh, it's really annoying. Anyway, 
They paid us well, so it was fine. <laughs> I did what I had to do. The food was good too. It was really funny because the owner, right? Most places you go for like a private or corporate event, things like these, and they offer food by themselves, you know? It's not that I'm hungry. You've paid me well. I'll, I'll buy the food. But most of these places, especially when it's a dine-in, they offer food. And I think me and this other comic, two of us did it. Abzali is an Emirati comic. And the two of us were were literally like, um, you know, dropping hints. I was dropping hints strong like, oh, it smells great in here. You know, oh, wow, that dish looks really good. I'm really glad you've opened this dine-in. Uh, the, the only thing I didn't do was bring out a plate and go, all right. Give me some food. <laughs> you know? The guy completely, I don't know if he was doing it de- deliberately or he just didn't get it. And he just didn't offer us nothing, you know. It was odd. So I ended up ordering something myself. And the food was good, so I'd probably go back. But I, I just couldn't get over the fact that he didn't offer food. Maybe it's a cultural thing, you know. Uh, in this part of the world, you're just used to people just offer food as a thing. Uh, and <laughs> we weren't even offered water. Now that I think about it, God damn, that was that was hardcore shit. Like, just get in. The guy who was kind of the MC, I don't know if he's part of the management or not. A nice guy, but he also he just put me on. We we're like talking one second, and he's like, you know, we'll get started at this time, blah blah. And suddenly he just picks up the mic and goes, "All right, your first comic and Salman." And I'm on stage. I'm like, what? You know, just push me on. It was uh, maybe he thought I'm learning how to swim, you know. And he's like, I'll just, I'll just dump this guy in the water, sink or swim situation. <laughs> it happened. It was all right, you know. I was surprised how well it went relatively. It wasn't one of the worst I've done. It was actually quite decent. But yeah, this is the kind of shit. You know, you're asking for bare minimum. As a stand-up comic, you're asking for bare minimum. Good sound. uh, Good sound quality. Good place to sit. Maybe, maybe, you know, tell them uh, uh, the show is starting. Give a heads up to us, them, you know. If you're really nice, maybe play a little music as it's starting. You know, just to get the people going. Oh, yeah, there's there's a gig starting. And I don't know, give some water. You know, we're talking. <laughs> Everybody wants water. So water, man. Just give a go- goddamn bottle of water. That's all. That's all we're freaking asking for. <laughs> right? Bear me but the number of times you get, people get that shit wrong. One of the gigs I went to, they couldn't, the venue couldn't get the lights right. So, you know, those, those the, the, they had these changing color thing going on. And I'm like, just, just stop it for the comedy. Just fucking put the lights, just freeze it somehow, you know, and they don't. And you're performing and in the you get sent these pictures and you're red in one and yellow in the next green. And I'm just wondering how it feels for the audience to watch that. And I'm like, how do these how's these basic shit not happening? You know, <laughs> it's I don't know. Fucking I'm, I'm tired of telling people to fix that kind of shit, like just basic event management. That's what we need out here. That's one problem some of the venues get wrong. Thank God the quality of my comedy is so good. It overshadows everything. (laughs) Oh, dear lordy lord. Anyway, that's what's been going on on the local scene and my wonderful life. But like I said, it's been been, uh, been quite cool. Uh, 
I, it's not being too negative, apart from a few more celebrities dying or something. I don't know. This meatloaf thing was a little funny. I felt really bad. You know, you, you like that music. It's nostalgia. And then you find out the guy possibly wasn't vaccinated and had COVID. And now they're covering it up because he was speaking out against it. And you're like, dear Lord, man. Like, someone sort these guys out. Seriously. First that tennis player, then this. Shit, it's crazy. Shit is crazy. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, I, I'm tired of the cancel culture shit as well, man. Like, I know uh, I support Neil Young in some ways, but I'm also like, I can't, like, I, I didn't want to do, like, the whole Spotify thing, like, unsubscribe that shit and whatnot. Just, how, where, where do you draw that line of cancel culture? Although, it kind of worked. I saw this morning that Spotify have kind of gone, we're going to put up some disclaimers <laughs> that's the best they're doing. They're like, we'll put up some disclaimers because, you know, we paid $150 million for Joe Rogan. We can't, we can't like just cancel that show now. We got to get our money back. So in a very passive way, they've kind of gone, listen, we'll just, um, we'll put a disclaimer and we'll say this information might not be correct about the COVID misinformation that Joe Rogan spews on about. It's not just that, right? Everything he says, I just I'm like, how do people watch, listen to this? And and um, I can say that on my podcast because I've hardly gotten any listeners, so it's cool. You know, I don't really care. I don't care. Joe Rogan's not going to hear this. He's an idiot. Uh, everyone who listens to him is an idiot. There you go. I said it. I said it, and I don't think it'll come back to bite me. I don't think this episode is going to go viral. So I'm good. I'm good for that. <laughs> but. What about all the other stuff he says? And then he had that guy on, man. I can't, I keep forgetting his name. That, ugh, forget it. Forget it. All It's just so negative. I don't even want to deal with it. But anyway, Spotify made some kind of concession because other artists started following Neil Young and saying, you know, we might, uh, we don't want our music on there and whatever and blah, blah, blah. So uh, they've probably felt a little pressure. I bet, I bet there was a few. Um, drops in subscription and their stock fell. So I, I get it. That's how pressure works and the cancel club. But, but you know, where's the fine line? Like, I don't know if Neil Young actually went to Spotify directly and said, listen, this is crap. Can you all just talk to Joe Rogan or, you know, do something about it? Or what? I mean, realistically, what did Neil Young want? Want Joe Rogan off the podcast. I don't think that's happening, man. The amount, of, like I said, the amount of money, it just doesn't make sense. They would have their stocks would have tanked if they did that too. So it's it's financial, all right. It's not out of love. It's money is pure finance. People still listen to Joe Rogan for whatever reason, and so you got to cater. You know, you got to keep that in mind. I, I get it. I get it. You know, um, got to keep that uh, app running and shit. All right, people's. Jobs depend on it, and uh, a lot of people are making money off it. So, so there you go. But it's so I don't know if he if he actually went to them and sat down and did it. And I asked that because uh, instead of going public, did did they actually try to sort it out? I, I'd be really interested in knowing uh, if that conversation had happened. Because if it did, then then it's totally cool of him to go public and go, listen, man, this this shit is not right. But if he didn't and he just went directly, then it's a little bit unfair to Spotify to go, hey, uh, you, you didn't have a conversation with us. You've been straight in. It works out for him too because it makes him look good. makes him, he's 
back in the news. I listened to a few of his songs just in solidarity, I guess. So I fell for it. Um, if it was a marketing stunt, it's well done. Uh, I'm such a cynic, right? I can't like maybe he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart and love for the people. And, and here I am going, nah, you know, there must have been some kind of like it would be nice publicity as well. Right. Like that. That must be part of it. <laughs> he's an artist. I don't know. I'm just cynical about everybody and anything now. So who knows? Who knows? I'd just like to look at it from that perspective. And, uh, <laughs> and they're, 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 you know, it's a win-win kind of situation at the moment. Um, but Spotify has no backbone, man. They kind of went, um, what did they say? They went, uh, we, we don't want to censor free speech or some shit along. Or we don't want to censor content or, or gatekeep it. And I'm like, that's just such a lame way out. Like, you just, you know, I, th- I wish they were just honest. Look, man, if we censor Joe Rogan, we're going to lose a lot of money and listeners. All right. And uh, that doesn't sit well with me. As the CEO should just come out and say that. Like, listen, I, I got to pay for my mansion and my yacht and whatnot. And, you know, it... Um, your problem with COVID is not my problem, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it would actually be refreshing. I'd actually respect the guy. I don't know how other people feel. I'd be like, man, thank you for being honest. I'm going to keep my subscription with Spotify because I want you to have your yacht, all right? And because I'm a loyal customer, maybe I'll get a ride sometime as well. In the back of my mind, that's what I'm thinking. Like any other poor uh, middle-class people just thinking, you know, uh, if the rich the trickle down, it'll happen. There'll be a yacht that will trickle down to me as well. All right. That's isn't that how it works? Right? Capitalism? No? Is that not how it works? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I in the back of my mind somewhere I believe that. That's what's happening. All right. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys watched the tennis yesterday, the finals. Wow. 21st Grand Slam for Nadal. That's that's amazing. I just want to give a shout out to that. That was cool. 35 years old, man. I'm talking about at the beginning of my podcast. I'm talking about not not being able to play football and not running properly. And this guy played a five hour game and came back. You know, the amount of forget the physical resilience. He looked pumped like his his muscles were popping, man, compared to the other guy. I can't even remember his name. I should. I, I don't watch tennis enough. Um and he was really good to fair game. He gave it a real shot. But I was just looking at the muscles on both guys, and I'm like, Nadal, man, he's like, he's pumped. And the other guy's like a skinny dude. I'm like, how did you even get to the finals? <laughs> I judged him on his lack of muscles. I don't care about your abilities. I used to love Pete Sampras. He wasn't a built-up guy. I liked him more than Agassi. I loved watching Pete Sampras. But this is... Nadal looks so much better, and uh, at thirty-five, like, but forget the physical aspect, right? The mental ability to per- persevere after you're down two, like two game, like you know, it was, it could have been over, it could have been over. I, I would have thrown in the towel and gone, man, I ain't, I ain't got the time to bring this back all the way. <laughs> Let's just end this. I'll take the silver. There's a bit of decent money. Um, I'll, I'm in the history books, you know, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I've, I've done enough at this point to be respected. The people still love me and people still, actually people would have sided with me at that point. Cause they would be like, Oh my God, Salman, 
you know, he was so close to winning his 21st guy, he would have made history, and we feel so bad he lost. You know, I get that sympathy thing, and on top, and on top of that sympathy, I try to sell more merchandise. <laughs> I told you I'm cynical. <laughs> I just try to sell some more merchandise. I just be like, listen, I lost, you know, in silver. I didn't earn enough now, so I don't have my yacht anymore. <laughs> Comes back to a yacht every time. So please, please just buy some more merch and help help me out, you know. <laughs> that's that's great tennis though. Yeah, that's great. You know, this whole um and congrats to the guy, man. Um I just coming back to this cancel culture thing just keeps popping in my head cuz I you know what one, one of the stories I read um this week was about this guy uh working for a financial firm. I can't uh what was it? It was uh Merrill Lynch. Yes, Merrill Lynch. And uh, he got angry at some smoothie shop. Uh, he threw a smoothie back at a at one of the people there. And now he's been ostracized. He's lost his job. And the reason he threw it was because I think they put peanut butter, uh, some kind of aller- uh, something his kid was allergic to. And there was an, apparently there was an ambulance that had to show up at his house, and he had to he had to take take his kid off and you know all that shit happened and he came back and he was angry and he threw the freaking thing at him and I <clears throat> I can't help but think it's a little overblown man I know I know it's not cool to do what he did but I'm as a father I probably I might do that too you know I, I would have been angry and I would have done it too and in that moment of anger um, yes you can ridicule me and um, you know tell me off but to fire the guy from his job unless he had a history of it you know that or someone in the firm was like man how do we get rid of this? how do we get rid of this guy we want to get rid of we want to get rid of this dude and suddenly um what's this guy's name i want to look it up uh i don't can't i lost it i don't know what his name was i think uh james or something <laughs> all right i think it was james uh it was definitely not anything else. All right. Well, whatever the name was, he, uh, someone in the firm was like on, on trying to get him knocked out anyway. And this was a great opportunity to do it. They just went, listen, he's messed up. We're going to fire him now real quick. And he's gone. So it was great for them. It worked out for everybody except him who has a kid apparently in the hospital and no job now. Shit. I feel bad for this guy at this point. And it just makes me go cancel culture. Buddies, what's happening here? What's going on? Uh, it doesn't sound right to me. So, oh, I'm not against cancel culture. It's just, it's just, it just feels so draining, like that you have to go through all that. Anyway, anyway, that's that's stuff, guys. That's what's been happening. Uh, lots of other crap and stuff, but you know that stuff never ends. Someone, uh, someone arrest Chris Brown, please, and put him away for good. You know, that's what I'm gonna go out on. I'm running out of time, guys. Got to run. Uh, this has been fantastic. Thanks for listening in. Uh, and before you go, before you go, please remember, listen to this bit. It's the most important bit for me. Uh, give it a follow, subscribe, leave a review, uh, share the show. It all helps, um, you know, and uh, you can follow the page on Facebook and Instagram as well. And uh, share share it. It helps, uh, especially if you leave a review. I, I want to and leave a comment. I really want to know what people think. 
All right. So I want to hear your thoughts too. And uh, if you leave a question, I'll I'll bring it up in the next episode. That'll be great. Uh, and if you want to financially support, you can with Patreon where I'm on it. Uh, you know, uh, anything adds to help in running this podcast. So do drop something in. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks very much. Have a good week ahead, people. Ta-ta.